Welcome to the Season 8 bonus episodes, Witchy Women. These episodes are in support of the world premiere of the revised Witch, the Connor and Smith musical premiering in Baltimore with Still Point Theater. Thank you for listening and joining us. We're going to do this for a couple of weeks, and then we'll move on to our Silver Bells podcast season. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. In 1985, Tyler was meeting Justin at their favorite arcade, Longshot. Just as Justin was about to confess his love for Tyler, the world changed. Blending elements of 1980s pop culture and LGBTQIA fiction, we journey through this incredible experience that brings them closer together as they fight against a world trying to keep them apart. Listen to Longshot on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, today we, Ryan and I, hello Ryan. Hello Steve. We are going to be discussing Mary Webster. Uh, To find a window into her, we watched an episode of the Amazon TV show Lore. Which is, you said, based on a podcast. It's based on a very popular podcast hosted by historian uh, Aaron Mankey. Um, so this was like a dramatization of the episode, more or less. Oh, and squeaky toys have been found by the dogs just in time for the podcast. Yeah, and it doesn't really follow her story. It follows someone else, Verity something or whatever, uh, and tangentially is yeah. involved with Mary Webster. Um, I, thought, I thought it was a pretty decent uh, episode. Um, yeah, but like you, you know, I didn't know the story really. Um and then you're like, well, that's not really kind of what happened. But from doing my research uh, on the subject, you, there's not really a for sure when it comes to Mary Webster. Um, it's very like Cotton Mathers, who wrote a whole bunch of stuff back then, basically was the reason the Salem witch trials happened. Um, Cotton Mather told this story in one of the things that he wrote so it's really from a different kind of point of view, and he's really writing about—is it Smith, uh, the guy in the town that yes, dies, Philip Smith. Philip Smith or whatever? It's really about him and how a godly man he was, and it mentions Mary Webster uh, being a witch, and and kind of paints the whole hanging as oh well, they didn't hang her till she died, they just hanged her for a little while, and then they rolled her around in the snow. Yeah, which seems a little. Far-fetched. Well, and I think he's, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm extrapolating from what I read today, but it sounds more like he's protecting the people that did what, ha- you know, what they did to her. And they probably did hang her, waited till they thought she was dead, then took her down and buried her in the snow. And, it, you know, she was still alive. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, she <laughs> survives the hanging. She, uh, a, a descendant of hers, allegedly, is... Um, Margaret Atwood. The author of The Handmaid's Tale. Which is dedicated to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she writes a poem of her about her called Half-Hanged Mary. Mm-hmm. And the famous line from that uh, is, I was not a witch, but now I am. Because of everything that happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found it fascinating that she's this older woman who doesn't marry till she's 46 years old. Mm-hmm. And they're poor. Right. And that's a lot of, with reading about the, the witch trials uh, all over, not just the Salem witch trials, but all over, it, it really had something to do with like a socioeconomic 
uh, aspect of these people who were poor that had to depend upon the town sometimes for charity uh, to make a living to, to scrape by. But she married at 46. I mean, that's near, back then. Near end of life. Yeah. Um, which is very, I found that fascinating that she was so much older. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, just because she's this other that lives on the outskirts of town and, you know, there was this whole, I can't remember the term they used, but to basically punish the witch, they, you know, it was a certain term and basically they were beating them up and, you know, doing all these sorts of things because it, it got rid of the, the demon or the, or, you know, the devil uh, from them, which is just horrible to think about. And everything reading about this is like, it's every single thing that you've brought together in which this is the point. Uh-huh. It happens over and over again. We've talked about the same thing so many times of blaming someone um, because of their own guilt or not being able to explain a sickness or, or whatever it might be. And this is the same thing. But she went to trial for a witch in Boston. They had to send her to Boston. She gets acquitted, comes back to town. I would have not come back to town, but back then, you know, where are you going to go? What were her options? What, exactly, none. Did they bring her back from Boston? Like, or did she have to find her own way? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the... the the essence of this this one, I, I think my way into this story was finding the poem by Margaret Atwood, um, and I just loved uh, the sentiment of it. Um, just just kind of one of the, I mean, kind of like Mahawa said, sure as, you know, like fire burns, I'm a witch. Mary Webster says, you know, I wasn't a witch before all of this, but now I am. And I think she had another, you know, 12, 13 years that she lived. And I think people didn't mess with her after that. Um, no, they did. They oh, still messed with her through all the, the rest of her life. Yeah. According to this long, long thing I read from the National Historical Society of New England. Um, yeah. I mean, but she lived out the rest of her life there. Wasn't there actually a law that if hanging did not work, then that person was like acquitted? Right, and, and also the the drowning thing. Mm-hmm. If they didn't drown, they were a witch. They, yeah, if they came up or whatever If it was. they didn't drown, they were a witch. Right. If they did drown, they weren't. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't understand that. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, if you do watch this lore episode, um, which I think is called Half Hanged. Um, well, the podcast episode is, is Half called Hanged. Half Hanged. The episode of Lore, season two, episode five. It's on Prime right now. If you have Amazon Prime, um, even though Be- Bezos is the devil, um, and it's called Mary Webster, or the Witch of Hadley. The Witch of Hadley, yeah. So this this Cotton Mather um, history of New England is uh, responsible for the Salem witch trials, correct? Isn't Cotton Mather's thing responsible for the Salem witch trials? Well, yeah, he was responsible really for that kind of thinking because evidently it would happen, you know, uh, here and there throughout uh, New England. Um, But after he published his book and had this whole thing on witches, uh, that is when the hysteria started to happen. You saw more and more of it happen because of these writings uh, by Cotton Mather. Um, Funny enough, uh, Cotton Mather's History of New England 
was also allegedly the book that Ichabod Crane had on his person that he carried with him everywhere because he was very superstitious and very um that's just a fun tie back to the last show that we had produced in North Carolina this past October but um I have read the book it's been some time there's another awful book called the Mal- Malleus Maleficarum it was written in the it was in Europe um translation roughly the hammer of witches that book um I can't remember the name of the author, um, but it basically that book is responsible for the deaths of thousands of women and men. Um, It's it's basically how to put a witch to trial to test um, if they are a witch or not. And it's basically a thousand and one ways to kill someone um, and then blame it or, or to blame it on witchcraft and then say you're absolved of murder because it was God's work. Um. And so that was a rough read, and it's a very long book as well, and the translation's a little wonk, but um, it, it's, again, it's either lack of knowledge or consuming the wrong kind of knowledge, which I'm not even going to get into the uh, new, certain news channel that's warped to the brains of many people in this country, um, but it, it's the same kind of thing. When you're given... The wrong information, um, horrible things can happen and often do uh, throughout history. And here's, you know, to say that witch is cyclical is redundant, of course. But um, to say that this this trend in history, you know, if it keeps happening over and over in different forms and we still can't see it, it's really kind of a disturbing thing about human nature. And disturbing is what they did to to women that they thought were witches. That's what they called it, disturbing them. Oh. Disturbance. Great. Great. Just what you want to do to, like, your grandmother, right? Oh, jeez. <clears throat> but, um, anyway, Half-Hanged Mary, or Mary Webster, the witch of Hadley. Um, if you want to look that up on Amazon, uh, check out Lore... Lore is a very interesting... I like the podcast episode better. Um, I don't know. I, I can just consume a, uh, a narrative like that better and kind of paint things in my brain better. Um, here's a couple of uh, stanzas from Margaret Atwood's poem. This is regarding uh, Mary's cutting down. When they came to harvest my corpse, open your mouth, close your eyes, cut my body from the rope, surprise, surprise, I was still alive. Tough luck, folks. I know the law. You can't execute me twice for the same thing. How nice. I fell to the clover, breathed it in, and bared my teeth at them in a filthy grin. You can imagine how that went over. Now I only need to look out at them through my sky-blue eyes. They see their own ill will staring them in the forehead and turn tail. Before I was not a witch, but now I am one. There you have it. And then... uh we're going to leave you with uh, the song Sticks and Stones from the musical Witch that is playing in Baltimore at Still Point Theater from November 9th through the 25th. We are going tomorrow matinee. Um, Can't wait. So excited. So here is Sticks and Stones. May break my bones. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Witch, woman immune to community hanging, 1684, the story of Mary Webster, the woman
woman the noose couldn't kill. This witch was brought to stand on trial. They called her old, not one to smile. Verdict was read, and in a while they said, Not guilty! Mary Webster smiled. As time passed, witch became her name. People in town repeat this claim. Since time began, it's all the same. All the same. But I woke up. I woke up. Half tank Mary, quite contrary, hung to die, but still she lives. And she hung longer, she grew stronger. Was no witch, but now she is. Thanks so much for joining us for this Season 8 bonus episode of Witchy Women. Um, if you want to learn more about us, please visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. That's Connor with an E-R. You can find us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Patreon, YouTube, under Connor and Smith. Again, Connor with an E-R. Please rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. It really helps us out a lot. Share it where you share things. Post it where you post things. We are very grateful for our Patreon support. Thank you so much for all of you who are our Patreon family. If you want to learn more about becoming a Patreon supporter, you can find the link in the podcast notes. Thanks so much for joining. Bye.